When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Between changing markets, weather, and supply chain issues, farmers have faced concerns throughout the season. However, fall harvest is underway and farmers are working diligently to get their crops to market. Josh Gronit, grain merchandiser in western Wisconsin, says that although corn started out a bit wet, it is drying down and yields are looking good. He shares more about the crop quality he's seeing so far and how lower levels in the Mississippi River are affecting the supply chain. Quality's looking really good and uh, corn is drying down. Started off a little bit wet due to just being healthy and uh, yields are, are looking really good. So what do you want to see as far as moisture, test weight and protein, and what are you getting so far? Um, we can dry corn um, and, and deal with beans, but 13% beans and uh, 15% corn is the goal to get it to. And uh, we're seeing beans dry down pretty well in the field and corn's heading that direction. Was the late harvest an issue at all, or how do you feel about the supply and the total amount so far? Corn's just getting started here. Beans are well over half, and uh, looks like we're going to have some dry uh, weather coming at us, so we should be able to get harvest harvested right on time and uh, get this crop out of the field without a hitch. So, so far, um, really good. And supply has been tremendous in Wisconsin. Folks are really happy with yields and um, we're ready to help handle the crop. What is the average yield so far? Right now, I would say that's variable depending on our geography, um, whether it be western Wisconsin or, or southern Wisconsin. But really common to hear corn yields coming out of the field over 200 bushel an acre and, and beans uh, above 60 bushels per acre is, is common in our area. And how does that yield compare to past years? In some of our counties, uh, specifically in the southern part, could be uh, a record for some of the counties with, with corn and uh, beans are doing really well, uh, above average, I would say. Um, as you get into some of the northern counties in Wisconsin, we had a little bit of a drier summer, so they're going to be right about average. But uh, Wisconsin was projected to be close to a state corn record, and I think they just about have it right because uh, that's about what we're seeing come in. Did the cold weather change affect any fall seeded crops? Can you talk about any freeze or frost damage you might have seen, tar spots, stock quality, things like that? Oh, I think the cold weather was welcome and just helps get the crop in a better position to be harvested. And uh, I don't think there were any concerns with that with the time we had it. So I think uh, folks are just really happy with what they have out there in conditions and I think just trying to get the the crop into town and uh, um, get it into the supply chain and there's some concerns in the supply chain right now and I think uh, folks are just happy to to get their crop into town and get it marketed. Can you touch on those concerns in the supply chain? Yeah, the main one right now is just water levels in the Mississippi being down and that's creating uh, higher costs for barge traffic. You have to load barges at a, a shorter draft, so meaning less product in a barge. Uh, so that increased costs and, and it's slowing up river transit times uh, as there's river closures and, and they're having to go out and dredge parts of the river just to get uh, barges up and down the river. Um, so costs are going up and, and slowing down transit times. So utilizing railroads and, and trucks a little bit more and railroads have a history of getting congested this time of year and so far they're doing really well and uh, just hope to see that continue to go well and get the grain to where it needs to be.
Speaking of the barges, where is most of that crop going when it's on that barge? And I know you mentioned the low levels are really affecting the amount, but how is it also affecting then the outgoing crops and the amount it can be moved? There's a certain percentage of the crop that needs to get exported out of the, the Gulf or out of New Orleans, and that's getting loaded onto vessels uh, to go overseas for export. And they're the main transportation mode to get to the Gulf had always been barges, and they're still moving barges to the Gulf, but also trying to add railroads into that mix as well. And historically, we've unloaded some rail in St. Louis back onto barges and trying to get some of that straight to the Gulf to, to bypass some of the river conditions. So since you're kind of having to change the way things are being moved, how are fuel prices then affecting this transportation as well? Fuel prices are historically high, um, but it, it's been high for about a year now, so we're starting to get more comfortable with just a higher price for fuel. It's not the shock it was last year, so we're a little bit more prepared, but um, as you get prepared for one thing, uh, uh, low waters, not something that uh, last fall we thought we'd be dealing with a year from now, and just changing where grain flows. So we touched on the outgoing crops, but what about how are the lower levels of the Mississippi River affecting incoming supplies? So far, I mean, that's primarily fertilizer and some feed ingredients moving uh, upbound on, on barges. And uh, we're in a pretty good spot for this fall as it relates to fertilizer, um, have fertilizer in place, still looking at the spring and not quite sure how the, the water levels will look come springtime, hoping that we get some precipitation this winter and can get back to closer to normal for the spring. But uh, we are ready for the fall, but trying to get the last few fall barges upbound is, is a little bit of a concern, and it's affecting transportation prices, of course, on an already high-priced fertilizer and then, of course, trying to just get it into place. But in Wisconsin, we have a lot of storage, and I think folks have done a pretty good job uh, getting fertilizer in place. So I think we should have a pretty smooth fall and uh, hope that it doesn't affect uh, the spring negatively either. Are there ways to be kind of combative against those and kind of pre-plan? Yeah, I mean, uh, folks do do a fall fertilizer application, so that's an option and uh, can get it out in the fall. And also, that gets you ahead of the spring application. And if uh, if you didn't get it out in the fall, you can always uh, get it out in the spring. So uh, I, I think folks will be doing both kind of as they normally have. I just would say it's affecting grain markets pretty rapidly. And uh, just like always, folks... Uh, have to take a supply of grain, which we're lucky to have in Wisconsin, and get it to places that need the grain, which this year is in that Texas, Kansas area to feed some cattle, and then, of course, in the export channels as well. And uh, we're doing our best to get it there. And, you know, some of these same old marketing options are, are a little bit different this year, being some of the, um, the river conditions. So just uh, continue to uh, evaluate the markets and look for help if needed and be happy with the large crop. That was Josh Grunit, grain merchandiser in western Wisconsin. You can get the full interview and other crop insight reports at midwestfarmreport.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.